This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fascinating Insights Podcast. My name is Yushua Alt. And welcome to wherever you may be listening from, whether you're listening from the United States, from Israel, from France, from Belgium, from England, Russia, wherever. We are happy to have you here. If you would like to receive the weekly Fascinating Insights articles, please send an email to YALT3285 at gmail.com, YALT3285 at gmail.com. It is available in English and in French. You can also send to that email... Any questions or comments that you have on this episode or any other any other of the previous episodes, please feel free to send this episode or any of the other episodes to anyone who may benefit from it. And you can also feel free to send the weekly fascinating insights articles to anyone that may enjoy it. Okay, let's begin. Two people with an equal amount of money and prestige could be in the same place and doing the same thing, and yet one is miserable and the other one is happy. Why is that? Because of a different attitude. There's a saying, your attitude determines your altitude on life. I once heard that Chacham, the word Chacham, a wise person, Ches Chaf Mem is an acronym for Chatsi Kois Male, seeing the cup half full, not half empty, seeing what you have. The formula for happiness is simple, focus on what you have and you will be happy. A researcher followed identical twins who were separated at birth. Although they had the same genes, they were raised in different environments, having been adopted at birth by different parents. Now, these girl twins were now six years old. And the researcher asked, it's obviously six years later, and the researcher asked one mother how her daughter was doing. And her answer was that she was doing great except for mealtimes. They were always difficult, she said, with constant fights because the child refused to eat anything unless it had cinnamon on top, whether it was cereal, potatoes, noodles, whatever it was, she always insisted on cinnamon. Then this researcher went to the other mother and asked the same question, and this mother's answer was very different. Her response was, my daughter's doing amazingly well. Mealtimes are the easiest. All you need to do is put cinnamon on her food and she will eat anything you give her. Two people in the same, in the same situation with two drastic, drastically different responses. Why should we avoid being sad at all costs? Parenthetically, there's a saying, when you harbor bitterness, happiness will dock elsewhere. When a person is sad or bitter, he loses out on his health and enjoyment in life, friends, closeness to Hashem, quality of learning, and a multitude of other pleasures. We should constantly ask ourselves, what can I do to make myself happy? Rebetzin Chayasara Kramer, who was childless and poor, was always happy, and therefore she was asked, how could she be so happy in her situation? And her response was, should I be childless, poor, and also miserable? I want her to say the only disability in life is a bad attitude. 
here's something incredible that I once read. A person wrote, For a long time it seemed to me that life was about to begin. Real life. But there was always some obstacle in the way. Something to be gotten through first. Some unfinished business. Time still to be served. A debt to be paid. Then life would begin. At last it told on me that these obstacles were my life. This perspective shows that there is no way to happiness. Happiness is the way. So treasure every moment that you have and remember that time waits for no one. So stop waiting until you finish school, until you go back to school, until you lose 10 pounds, until you gain 10 pounds, until you have children, until your kids leave the house, until you start work, until you retire, until you get married, until you get divorced, until Friday night, until Sunday morning, until you get a new car, until you get a new home. Until your car or home is paid off. Until spring, until summer, until fall, until winter, until you are off welfare. Until your song comes on. Until you've had a drink. Until you've sobered up, sobered up. Until you die. Until you are born again. Decide that there is no better time than right now to be happy. Happiness is a journey, not a destination. So work as if you don't need money. Love as if you've never been hurt. And dance as if no one is watching. The quality of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. All happiness is in the mind. In December 1981, there was a flight from Kansas City, Missouri to Dallas, Texas. That was canceled. And one of the passengers of that plane, uh, all the passengers will tell us, but one passenger was t- in particular was told that the flight has been canceled. And his reply was fantastic. And the woman behind the counter couldn't understand what was so fantastic about that. So the passenger said, the cancellation must be for one of three reasons. There is either a problem with the weather, a problem with the pilot, or a problem with the plane. In either case, I would rather be down here than on the plane. Anyway, this airport in Kansas City seems very nice, and I can't wait to see what it has to offer. I am also grateful that I am indoors on this cold wintry day. He then said these words, They can cancel my flight, but they cannot cancel my day. And Tehillim, Lamedal and Gimel, that's 3413, it says, An explanation given on this prophecy is, Who is the one that desires life and loves his days? The answer is Lyra's time, the one who sees good in everything. One technique given is that if we get annoyed, we should rate the situation on a scale from 1 to 10. We can then determine if it is a tragedy that happened or is it a minor, minor inconvenience. This, could keep, this exercise keeps things in perspective. Another technique is to deal with, negative, with a negative reaction to a situation is to write out our negative thoughts, and then write down our positive ways of looking at the situation. One last thing is that we should also realize that most information we possess is in essence from other people, from our parents, the people, the people we were raised with, and the like. It could be our teachers. We need to ask ourselves if this information is really correct. Our mind is full of other people's thoughts. Where did those people get these thoughts from other people? So is this information accurate or is it rather that these people 
believe it's true. The bulk of the information we have in our mind is not who we are, but who we learned to be. Therefore, if we are listening to the voice in our head, we may actually be listening to others who may be wrong. When thoughts of confusion, worry, negativity, and the like arise, we must ask ourselves, do I want to entertain these thoughts? Will these thoughts empower me? We must consciously monitor our thoughts and choose empowering ones. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed. Please share this with others if you think they can gain from it. Thank you so much. Be well. Just a reminder to hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this episode, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever. Please spread this episode or any of the previous episodes so that people could benefit from it. Please rate and review this podcast so that others can listen to it and be inspired. Let's spread inspiration in the world. If you have any questions or comments, please send an email to YALT3285 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening.